Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's the Crypto Lark. Today we're doing our Bitcoin news roundup, talking about all of the latest from Bitcoin land. Before we get into that, quick shout out as as always to everyone who has been hitting that like button and of course everyone who has been subscribing to the channel if you're not subscribed to the channel yet make sure you hit that button down below to stay up to date with all of the latest in the crypto space furthermore this is of course not professional financial advice this is just a dude talking about cryptocurrencies on the internet let's get into it bitcoin seven thousand and seven dollars and fifty cents wait a second it's February. That's not November. What's it doing all the way down there? Oh my goodness. Of course, this is the big news, I think, is that the price of Bitcoin has been going through a very rough patch recently. Obviously, we're down $12,000, more than $12,000 from recent all-time highs. Bitcoin is down about 60%. Huge drop in the price of Bitcoin. We're going to be covering some of the reasons for that today and we're also going to be talking about a little bit of encouragement about why this isn't such a bad thing as many are making it out to be but before we get into those more serious stories great news the legend of satoshi nakamoto puzzle painting has been solved now this is the painting here this dove and horse and strange chicken creature thing this was actually a puzzle if you could solve it, you would be able to figure out the address to get the Bitcoin. There was actually about five Bitcoin in this address, and it has been solved. After three years of people knocking their heads against walls trying to figure it out, pretty interesting idea. You can read of the details of the puzzle over here on uh, Motherboard if you want to find out some more about what exactly that puzzle was all about. I wanted to give you some quotes from... Um, some people in the Bitcoin space, just to give you some perspective on what's happening. This is Dr. Julian Haas. He, of course, is the CEO over at 10X. Now, he was saying, I forecasted a $5,000 and a $50,000 Bitcoin in 2018. Seems we're on our way to the $5,000, so I'm confident we'll also see the $50,000 this year. It needed the weak hands out of the markets. It needed to get rid of fast money. Don't be those. And of course, what he's talking about here is that so many people got into Bitcoin when it was going seventeen, eighteen, nineteen thousand dollars because they had seen the previous gains and thought that they could do those gains again moving forward. They bought the top, right? And a lot of people got in, and those are the same people that are panic selling now, and it's causing a rush for the exits. This is from Neil Strauss. I didn't realize Neil Strauss was into Bitcoin, but that's pretty cool nevertheless. Giving some perspective for all the people who said, gosh, I wish I had got Bitcoin when it was at $7,000, back when it was eighteen dollars or $19,000. And now that it's dropped down to $7,000, Bitcoin's crashing, I'm getting out. Of course, the smart investors, 
the long-term Bitcoiners just see this as another buying opportunity, not as a moment for panic, without a doubt. A few comments from John McAfee. Of course, he has been a great advocate recently for Bitcoin and all things crypto-related. Now, I like the end of it here. He says, ICOs are our future and must be fought for. Crypto is our right. Stand on our side without fear. The thing is, when you see governments coming down against Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, banks, right, you have to actually realize the technology behind this and that they're not going to stop the technology. They're trying to. They would like to keep things going as they have been, but it's not going to happen that way. Technology will overcome in the end. And this one from Charles Hoskinson, Changing the World Takes Endurance pain and hard work. Market corrections shake off weak hands and harden the resolve of the truly dedicated to continue the drudgery. Crypto isn't dead. It's just getting started. So you have to ask yourself, are you a weak hand or are you truly dedicated? Are you willing to do the drudgery, to walk through these times of harsh markets and big downturns and looking at your block folio and going, oh my god, Crypto's not dead, guys. Long way from it. Now, there has been a lot of attack on it recently. In fact, some people are so stressed out by it, they're selling even big holders like Steve Wozniak. Now, he got into Bitcoin around 700 bucks, so he's done pretty well out of it, selling at around uh, $7,000 or $8,000. That's where he got out at. He's done okay. He's done okay, but he was actually so stressed over the price and watching the price action all the time. He's just like, I just have to get out of this. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it. It's driving me crazy. Checking my block folio all the time. <laughs> okay, now where's some of this FUD coming from? Now look, the mainstream media is just having uh, one of their kind of storm level orgasmic kind of events where they're like, oh my God, Bitcoin's falling to pieces. Oh. Look, there's a lot of reasons behind it. Mainstream media won't really give you the reasons. They'll just bring on people that say Bitcoin's the end of the world and all this stuff. You have to, of course, wonder who are those people being paid by. Now, if you look at what's actually happening on the ground, over in the UK, banks ban Bitcoin purchases with credit cards. That's Lloyd Banks, Halifax Bank, Bank of Scotland. This, of course, to add on to J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, and Citigroup. Now, that's credit card purchases in particular. They said it's too risky for them. <laughs> These guys, I tell you, they're like clowns of the first degree. We'll, we'll, we'll sell you guys bad debt that we know is bad, screw our customers, crash the global economy, but buying cryptocurrencies with your credit cards, that's risky business. <laughs> that's where we draw the line, guys. <laughs> oh, you guys. Those guys are funny. Down in Australia, Westpac Bank, ANZ, and NAB are not planning a crackdown yet. Yet, of course, being the key word there. So hopefully that doesn't move forward. These international banks may start putting pressure on for example, Australian banks or New Zealand banks, Hong Kong banks, Singapore banks. Hopefully we don't see that happening. So far, this is a little more limited. Now, 
in Australia, it's getting so serious, even schools are saying, hey guys, Bitcoin, be cautious. They're <laughs> literally telling this to people in school now, guys. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And of course, Visa and MasterCard themselves have both decided to reclassify the way that cryptocurrency purchases are processed. Now that is of course very problematic. This is what we're seeing a lot with um, people now getting charged as a foreign exchange fee. So not to say they've canceled or banned or anything, not like the banks have been doing, but they're making it harder to buy Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, increasing fees, for example. So not good, but that's what's happening. Now this is the testimony that will be happening tomorrow for the SEC Senate oversight hearing. Now, having a read through this, I think this is generally good news. It's certainly not bad news. Having a read through this, you'll kind of come to the conclusion that basically they're up for the status quo. They're still anti-ICO as they have been, but they're not against the innovation that cryptocurrencies are bringing and they're not against um, you know, blockchain technology by any means. So that's the positive here from the testimony, right? Obviously, we still have to see what the senators actually decide because the reality is you got a lot of paid off people paid off by the big banks who are sitting there making the final decisions, but this is the testimony that we're going to be hearing tomorrow. So we'll have to see what the final verdict is. But from the first glance, it looks like we don't have too much to worry about here from the SEC. So hopefully that won't be any fun that gets added in. Over in China, they are enlisting the Great Firewall to block Bitcoin websites. Now this is, of course, blocking people from offering, from getting on, of course, ICOs, but it's also blocking them from trading services as well. Again, China just doubling down on trying to stop people from getting their hands on cryptocurrencies because, of course, it is a threat to the establishment. Okay, over into Russia. Russia has drafted a bill to create offshore companies to trade cryptocurrencies. Now, they are doing this in the far eastern and the far western sides of the country, a small island off of Kaliningrad and a small island off of Vladivostok, will be made into offshore zones for trading cryptocurrencies. It's just that classic Russian way of saying, well, there's one rule for the masses, but we're going to set up some offshore zones so that we can still make a buck off of it. Classic, guys. Absolutely classic. Bitcoin ATM installations now outpacing bank ATMs. That is an amazing statistic. Now, look, part of that is, of course, that there is a large saturation of bank ATMs already, but nevertheless, it is certainly encouraging to see that there are a lot of Bitcoin ATMs coming to a store near you. Not many in New Zealand yet, though, but certainly they are starting to proliferate globally. UPS might be making a locker that accepts Bitcoin. That's pretty cool. Really, when you start seeing big companies, and this is a might be making, right? We'll have to see the final, final verdict. Of course, when you start seeing big companies saying, hey, that's a potentially really good payment solution. 
or that's something that let's test it, see how it works. You go back to all that stuff we were looking at earlier, you realize how much BS it is. The bank's trying to manipulate the markets. I mean, the fact that JP Morgan's making it more difficult for people to buy Bitcoin, I guarantee those SOBs are buying the dip because that's what they do. That's what they do. I feel like it was a test with Jamie Dimon. See, can Jamie Dimon push the market down by saying some stuff on TV? Yeah, nice. Okay, let's go double that, hit it even harder, pay the mainstream media guys and all the rest of it. And this, that's all just, you know, speculation, of course, conspiracy stuff. But I would not be surprised. That's what big money does. Mark Cuban confirms the Dallas Mavericks will accept Bitcoin for tickets. That's pretty cool news. Mark Cuban, of course, finding any way possible to get his hands on cryptocurrencies. I love it, Mark. Keep doing it, man. Over in Japan, the leading low-cost airline will be accepting Bitcoin in the near future. They haven't finalized exactly how or when that's going to happen, but they will be accepting Bitcoin. So that's very nice news. Hopefully all airlines will start doing it. The North American Bitcoin conference, which took place recently, finished at a strip club. Now, that goes to feed more of the negative narrative around cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin in general, that it's, you know, this bro culture, it's all sexist and stuff, and, you know, it keeps women out, and well, that kind of stuff does keep women out. I mean, really, how many women that went to that conference would have wanted to go to a strip club afterwards? Whoever decided that as the evening activities was pretty silly. Uh, they quoted one guy there as saying, we like naked girls. <laughs> now look, obviously, if some dudes from the conference want to go to the, the strip club afterwards, well, that's their business. But the frickin' conference should not be having that as a thing. It just gives more ammunition to say, hey, look, it's just a bunch of bro dudes hanging out, being sexist, and all this crap, and it's just... That's got to be fixed. Don't approve North American Bitcoin conference. Should have had it somewhere else. The Chinese Bitcoin mining machine sellers are immune to the cryptocurrency crackdown, at least currently, I could say. And that's an interesting fact because if you look at what's been happening in China with cryptocurrencies to realize that Bitmain, trucking along, business as usual, interesting thing to think about. They're very happy to sell those machines because they know it's big business. But even Bitmain, I feel like they see the writing is on the wall. That's why they're setting up shop in Canada. That's why they're incorporating in Switzerland. They're worried, of course, that just because this hasn't happened yet, that it might be coming. So we'll have to see how that continues. Obviously, if somebody in China was just making the chips, theoretically those chips could be multi-purpose, right? So there could be a company just making the chips and they could be doing the assembly somewhere else potentially if that's what happens. Over in Ukraine, there's a Ukrainian law that may separate mining from cryptocurrencies. Now this is interesting because over in Ukraine, they've generally been moving in a very pro-cryptocurrency direction, but they seem not to like mining. 
Recently, raids on mining facilities in Kiev in the Kiev Oblast, so an oblast is the surrounding region, think of it like a state or territory, have been conducted on Thursday of last week. 400 mining rigs have been confiscated. 1,500 hard disks, thousands of graphic cards. That's crazy. I mean, I can't help but hear that and wonder, is this just blatant corruption? Is this just the police running around and stealing all this mining equipment, taking it back to the police station and setting it up? I would not be surprised. Anyway, that's, of course, a worrying move. Hopefully we can see some more positivity coming out of Ukraine. Ukraine's been doing very well recently as far as moving in a positive cryptocurrency direction. Hopefully they can sort this mining situation out because that's pretty damn unacceptable. Over in Montana, home to a new 53-acre, $75 million Bitcoin mining facility. Now, a lot of northern states in the USA have been getting some attention recently. Maine, for example, or Washington State have been set up as sort of prime locations for cryptocurrency mining. But I think Montana makes a nice fit as well. Obviously, it's cool a lot of the year and hopefully the power is cheap enough so maybe not a bad place at all to get set up now a place you might not think is the best location for bitcoin mining new york although new york is a rather cool climate state the power costs are not super cheap or as cheap as they can be with you know canadian hydro or uh, cheaper power over in washington state for example that being said they have actually given a cheaper power allocation to a Bitcoin mining company to get set up. All part of a New York State's, of course, initiative to try and attract more business to New York. Pretty cool. Samsung is building Bitcoin mining chips. Fantastic. All about it. This is really cool to see more big players coming in. Obviously, this is the second really big player in the past couple of months to start getting involved in chip production. This, of course, the other being GMO from Japan, giant internet firm over there. They're going for the 7 nanometer chip. Samsung coming into the uh, fight here as well will be very interesting to see moving forward. And finally, it is time to give away some good old-fashioned Bitcoin. 50 bucks worth of Bitcoin. Oh, no address there. Oh, no address there. Hey, we got it. Provisioning for the zombie apocalypse. $50 worth of Bitcoin coming your way, dude. If you guys want to be in to win 50 bucks worth of Bitcoin, put your Bitcoin address in down below, preferably a SegWit Bitcoin address. Long live the blockchain. And peace out till next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.